You're listening to the State of Skull Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. What is up, everybody? State of Skull is back in your shows and on your screens and in your ears. We're back. We made it through the bye week. It's uh, halfway through December already, but the Vikings finally got their bye, and we're back on track, and we're heading to Vegas, so... We are here live on StreamYard to preview the Raiders game. Uh, AJ is here. That's me. And Josh, how you doing, man? I'm great, man. It's uh, it's good to be back. Um, it was a long week that we had off. Um, you know, the last couple games we had were not so fun. So hopefully, you know, we can fix some things during this bye week and get right back to winning. Yeah, the last so couple games were pretty rough, pretty not fun. Uh, that Bears game was gross. We didn't even talk about it because we had some technical difficulties. So sorry to everybody that was uh, looking for an episode from us, but we had a little bit of issues with um, 10K things and whatnot. So, uh, but I mean, hey, I don't think we would have had anything great and fun to say about a 12-10 loss to the Bears anyway. So we'll just pack it up and move on. And you know what? We've, you know, we're rested. We've got a good stretch of games, uh, a decent schedule in front of us. So it's going to be a fun end to the year. Uh, yeah, for sure. Before we get into it, I want to tell you about our friends at Underdog Fantasy. They present this show, they sponsor us, and they're the best. So Underdog Fantasy in their pick em game, just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player stats. And you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with an easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pick'em entry. Get every pick right and take home some cold hard cash. Use the code 10K and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by Underdog Fantasy. So Underdog, they'll get you on the, depo- the, the deposit match. Um, I mean, just off that alone, like I've been saying all year, you got to do it because that's money back. If you can spare 10 you get 20. If you can spare 20, that's 40. And, you know, NBA, we're starting to come into it here. NFL has been a little bit weird, but I feel like with some of the easy stuff, you can snipe it. What I've been doing lately is fantasy scores in big games because the stars more than likely are going to show up and they're going to hit. So yep. that's what we're rocking with. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of big games, we got a big one tonight. Um, been waiting all week for it. Uh, Steelers and Patriots. This should be a should be an interesting football game. But hey, absolute football. game of the year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've looked at it too much for tonight. I haven't locked in a bet yet. Okay. Um, All right. I'm gonna take the Jalen Warren over 0.5 total yards because that's free. Duh. Um, the Patriots only have three active wide receivers tonight. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster. Tyquan Thornton and Minnesota Viking Jalen Rager. Wow. Um, so I was thinking maybe a, a Hunter Henry play, but that Steelers defense is nice. Bailey Zappi is kind of trash. I don't know. <laughs> None of these bets are just, it could, you know, it could go either way. 
it seems like all the Steelers bets look fine because, you know, the Patriots are actually like horrible in dog shit. Um, as far as the Patriots side, I've been seeing a lot of people taking Zeke on some stuff. You know, no Ramondre Stevenson, RIP to my fantasy team. But Zeke, I mean, hey, he's still got a little bit of juice left in the tank. So I, I think we're going to see him get in the end zone tonight and get the ball out in the spoon. Feed Zeke. Feed Zeke. Feed so, that yeah. man. We'll see. I don't know. I, I'm thinking about taking the Trubisky over on yards, but it's also a Bill Belichick defense, you know. Even though they are, what are they, 2-10? and 10? Is that what they are? They're terrible, mm-hmm. whatever the hell they are. I think they're 2-10. and 10. Um, But, yeah, I don't know if I can bet against that, that Belichick defense. This is how the suckers get lured in. Because on Monday, I was like, oh, Bengals-Jags, 10-point spread. Like, that's going to be a blowout. I'm not doing shit. And everything that I would have done would have been green bean. Mm-hmm. And I'm oh, like, yeah. what? so maybe I have to play all the time. And then, yeah. of course, tonight, I'm saying that, and then it's going to... Exactly. Exactly. So, but this is what they want from you, right? Yeah. But, hey, use that code 10K, get two times your deposit, and get to work. Get to work, guys. Like, 20, 40 bucks, that'll do you enough. Like, you don't even need to be doing anything crazy uh, like me. Last week, oh, my God. I also I had uh, a five-man, did four scorchers, and then... Uh, Tyreek, or I had two of yards missed by five mm. and like two thirty off mm. five. So Damn. like, just that that rush and that craziness is, yeah. But maybe you don't know, follow up with the hotline if you're too crazy because uh, we don't want to <laughs> right. Um, but moving on here to the Vikings game. So the Vikings coming in off two L's, six and six, four and two on the road, which is a, a good record. The Raiders are also four and two at home, so something's got to give there. But they're five and seven. But yeah, they've been cooking up lately. Um, Antonio Pierce is the interim head coach, uh, former Giant, former Super Bowl champion. So he's got those guys uh, fired up and winning some ball games. Yeah, as it stands right now, the Vikings are three point favorites, yep. which is a little weird. Yep, but uh, we'll take it. Yeah, I I love being a favorite on the road. Um, I'm not sure if this is going to feel like a road game, however. Um, from the sounds of it, there are going to be a shitload of Vikings fans in that stadium on Sunday, which we love. Um, so I think it's going to feel like a, almost feel like a home game. Vikings fans, you know what they say, we travel well. And especially for those West Coast games, because everyone's like, oh, I need an excuse to get out of Minnesota. Okay, bye. Um, I know as soon as like the opponents were announced. Like I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to try and be out there for Vegas. Let's do it. And then the schedule dropped and then the flights dropped and then it just zoop. Yep. And I'm like, dude, like that was on my bucket list <laughs> to go well, to the Death Star. I'm sure I'm, I'm hoping you'll have another quite a bit of chances here in the next couple of years. Um, but yeah, that would be a, a, a crazy game to go to. Um, that place is going to be, plump full of of purple and gold yeah i think it's going to be a good mix you know um the raiders games are actually the most expensive ticket out of all of the nfl as far as like a base average price um so you know my vikings fans you had to shell out that money but you know let's get loud in there and the road fans are like the diehard fans because they go like you're not just going to be like oh the vikings are Mm -hmm. in town i'm gonna go yeah 
like the road dogs are dogs. I, I was when I was at the game on Monday against the Bears, like there was people in our section that weren't even standing up on third down. Like everyone was just uh, and I get it. Like the juice was kind of sucked out early. Like it's the Bears, like blah, blah, blah. Get up and make it some juice. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a good showing for Skull Nation on the road in Vegas. I agree. I agree. Um, we got a lot to talk about this week. Um, our our leader, our fearless leader, Kevin O'Connell, announced um, Josh Dobbs is our guy. We're rolling with Dobbs this week. What do you think? Bang. I love it. And I might have to tear y'all up here because I I don't know. I don't know how to feel about the whole Josh Dobbs, Jaron Hall situation. I know that Josh Dobbs threw four interceptions. I was there. I saw it with my own eyes. That shit sucked. But he has the most upside. Sure, Jaron Hall looked good against the Falcons. That was two drives. Like, and I, I just don't understand where the argument is coming from about like, oh, you got to give him a chance. You got to see what you got. Yeah. Do you? We're yeah. going for the playoffs. Like, the Packers are breathing down our neck. Everybody, the the Bucks are breathing down our neck. We need to keep winning to keep this position up. And we haven't won in three, four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a situational thing. Um, if this were a, a, a two or three win Vikings team, I think you, you definitely look at Jaron Hall more. But, I mean, Dobbs has, has won games. He's won games for us. Um, and now JJ's back. I, I think... Dobbs probably gives you the best chance. It would be fun to see what, what Jaron Hall could do, you know, cause he did look nice for that little bit that he was in, but yeah, I think you got to give Dobbs at least one more week, get him out there with the best wide receiver in the NFL. And God forbid, if it sucks, then you go from there. But I, I think, I think it's going to work out. Yeah, I think so too. Cause JJ just elevates things. People are going to get more wide open it's, it's kind of a tough cupboard to work out of when you have a quarterback that doesn't really know shit and his best weapon is TJ Hawkinson. Now, granted, he's a great weapon, but to have him as the number one without JJ, I mean, his uh, presence is just going to be so much well worth it. So our boy Dave chimes in here. I believe in our passionate Kevin O'Connell had two weeks to prepare a game plan around Dobbs. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this is a... a a show up moment for KOC too. I think a lot of the criticism coming out of the bears game was about his play calling. Um, it wasn't great. He wasn't really moving the pocket, doing uh, great things to get Dobbs working, but that, that offensive line was not good last week either. Um, so I think everyone's, you know, that was a, a, a weird loss in a salty loss. So I think we're going to come back here with some punch. Yep. I think so. I think, um, I think that game was almost a wake up call for everybody involved. Just like, all right, we gotta, we gotta get our shit together. We get two weeks to prepare for the Raiders. Um, and yeah, like Dave said, two weeks to prepare for Dobbs, get that game plan ready. Um, more importantly, get everybody healthy. Um, I don't know if you saw the injury report today, but everybody that's on it was either limited or full. The only limited was Ed Ingram. Um, so get everybody healthy. Let's get out there and just, get after it yeah and it seems like we've been you know besides the the huge injuries to hicks and davenport and jj um we've been a pretty relatively like you know walking the line kind of injury healthy team now the bye week in seven weeks or seven days 
in an NFL season is huge for rest. Like that's it's everything. So now you roll into it. You've got a good stretch of games coming up here and you've got everybody healthy. I think that's great news and moving forward. Business is going to be booming. Mm, I agree. Also um, with JJ back, we're about to see more of those creative plays at the beginning of the season. Eyeball emoji. Let's yeah. see some trick plays. How about it? I am. I am so excited to see JJ back. Um, I, it, we lost him during the chiefs game. It feels like we haven't seen him play at all this year. It just, you know what I mean? He's just, when he's out there, man, it's just a whole different offense. And I am, I hope he goes for 150 and two touchdowns. Just a big old welcome back. I think he's going to score for sure. Yeah. Like I could definitely see uh, a nice snag in the end zone, hitting a gritty in Las Vegas. Oof. I'm, I'm excited to have him back. Cause it's yeah. like you said, it's been two months. Like, mm-hmm. I hope that hammy's working. You had plenty of time, JJ. Get get whatever you got to do. Throw the icy hot on there. It's time to roll. Yeah, yeah. It I got to roll. I got a feeling we're going to see at least one gritty this weekend for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm. Are we still holding our breath about this run game? I hope that the week off gave them time to get, fi- get things figured out. We were going into Chicago thinking, okay, maybe this is the Ty Chandler game, and instead he got like seven yards. Um, but Alexander Madison had some pops to the second level. He had, I think, like his biggest run of the season. Yep. So hopefully things moving forward, you know, and the, like I said, the offensive line, bad game. Mm-hmm. And they haven't really had bad games. So this is a time where you take that, throw it away, and turn it up. Yep. Yep. That last game uh, was against good pass rusher and Montez Sweat. Um, and this weekend, you've got another guy who was kind of around the discussion for defensive player of the year um, with Max Crosby. He's, he's a dog, man. He gets in there. So it's going to be a big test for, uh, for Brian O'Neill and, and Christian Derisaw. Yeah. Max Crosby is actually insane. Like, I think he's underrated in the fact that like, we don't talk about him enough because he should be up there. And there's a lot of great pass rushers, but like his moves and his speed and he just doesn't quit. So you know, you got to have a plan. You got to chip him off the block. And Brian O'Neill, he's going to have to have a fantastic game. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that game against the Bears was, was tough offensive line wise. Um, so I'm looking for a big, a big bounce back out of those five guys and, and just, just protect our guy Dobbs back there. Give him some time to, to sling it deep to JJ. Give him some time. I think we need to see some read option. I think we need to see some, play action, move the pocket, mm-hmm. get him in space, get him yep. throwing downfield. And we yep. saw the deep field shots come in against Chicago. There was the one that they took right away and then the yep. one that they should have had. So slowly but surely, it's going to get there. Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh, those first couple weeks with Dobbs were just kind of a mess, you know. We made it work, um, but I think it's now is the time for things to start kind of clicking with this offense and, and really get get churning. So yeah, I'm you've got five games, five games left. Get churning every game. I wouldn't say every game is easy because the last three Lions, Packers, Lions. Now that's looking like a because, mm. of course, Jordan Love had to turn it up and the Lions just keep winning. So yep. it's time to start winning again. Yep. It's it's that time of year that this team has to start playing their best football. If they want to if they want to make an impact in the postseason, they got to start start getting stuff rolling now. Moving to the other side of the ball here. 
Uh, the Raiders trot out rookie Aiden O'Connell. Uh, he's been, I think, fine, but he doesn't really scare me at all. What scares me is number 17 and number eight, because that's a lethal duo. Devontae Adams, as Vikings fans know, has cooked us in the past. Now, granted, he had a Hall of Fame quarterback, and this is a rookie, but he's still capable of putting up those kind of numbers. Yep. And then Josh Jacobs, it took him a while to get going, but he's been really solid over the last couple of weeks. And the Raiders are coming off of a bye, too. So it's not like we're catching them sleeping. You know, they're back at home. They're well-rested. So I think it's going to be a tough test for this defense for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, they've also got Jacoby Myers, who's had a sneaky good year as a as a wide receiver, too. Um, I believe it's Michael Mayer, their tight end. He's not bad. Um so yeah, they've got some weapons. It's just all going to depend on if if Aiden O'Connell can can get it to him. Frankly, um, like you said, he doesn't scare me a whole lot, but you know he can. He, I mean, look what Brock Purdy did last week. He didn't make any crazy throws. He just hit guys in stride and let them do the rest. So yeah, gonna have to make some good tackles and just lock guys down. Yeah, I, now that you bring up Michael Mayer, I am a little bit scared. It's it seems like physical tight ends. I've always tended to give the Vikings trouble. And uh, the secondary isn't that physically imposing. I think if there's one knock and one weakness, you could say it's maybe that. Their stature is just not what it is to maybe measure up against some of these physical freaks. And Michael Mayer is a physical freak. And he's, you know, started to come on lately. So, you know, the Raiders, and like you said, Jacoby Myers has been sneaky good. If you have him in fantasy, you know that he's been very decent. So, you know, this it's going to be a tight game both ways. Like, this defense is going to have to keep doing what they're doing. B-Flow is going to have to cook up some some weird stuff to really throw off Aiden O'Connell. But I believe in B-Flow because he's been doing it all year, and he's been doing it with, you know, uh, 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 assumption of parts. So yep. I think the same will happen in Vegas. Yep, I agree. Um, I say it every week, but Daniel Hunter, need him to have a good game, need that, that D-line to get rolling. Um like to see Harrison Phillips blow blow up a couple plays, um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be a good week. It's uh, the my cause my cleats week, um, so everybody's gonna have some fancy looking kicks out there um, for charities of their choice. So yeah, I'm excited that we're back. It's good to be back. It is good to be back indeed. You know, the bye week is something that we all need, and to just kind of desensitize, especially after the Chicago game, because holy yeah. shit. But um, it's gonna be good to be back. Uh, late game start. How do you feel about late games? I know, obviously, it has to be a late game because it's in Vegas, but you know, kind of waiting around for that 305 start. Yeah. It's always interesting. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't mind it a whole lot. It's just going to give me more time to to think about everything and and kind of get anxious about it. Um, it will be nice though to to, to flip on red zone for those noon games and just kind of sit back and cheer for some fantasy football for a while. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, I think this is our first three o'clock game this year, correct? The Chiefs no. game was. Chiefs game. Yep. But yep. that's just because, you know, oh, Chiefs, Vikings, let's put that in the late slot. So, yeah. but yeah, this is our actual like first, you know, road mm. forced into that late slot. And I don't mind it either. You know, sitting down and watching the noon slate is always cool when you don't have to worry about the Vikings because then you can kind of focus on everything else. I don't really focus on shit. When the Vikings are playing in red zone is on because I'm like, oh, what are the Vikings doing? Oh, yeah. it's like it's kind of like either one or the other. So it's yeah. weird. But right. But, yeah, but you be... know, 
Sorry, I was just going to say, no, you're good. It should be interesting, man. This team with, like you said earlier, uh, new interim coach Antonio Pierce. Um, the tides are changing over there a little bit. They're um, they're just going out there, and the, the Raiders have been heating up a little bit. So I think it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a tight game. Um, but I think we'll we'll come out victorious. So if we're saying it's going to be a tight game, you know what that means. It means that it's going to come maybe down to a field goal on either side. And who's the Raiders kicker? Daniel Carlson. What team was he once on? The Vikings. It's a revenge game. It's a revenge, a revenge game. game. Have we played them since? I don't. Uh, I think we did once. I think we did, but I think we blew them out. That was like in 2018 or 2019. Yeah. Yeah, I was um I was actually at that that game in Green Bay where he missed oh my 30 God. million kicks. Um I was not a happy camper as I'm sure you can imagine in the stands for that one. So, yeah, I I am going to be I really hope it doesn't come down to a Daniel Carlson field goal. Um let's just go out there and just I just, again, I've said it every week. I just want to fucking kill somebody. Just beat them by three touchdowns. Just, I don't want, like, I don't want to be stressed the whole game. You know what I mean? It's just right. nice at an end of a game, you're like, okay, this game is is pretty much wrapped up. You can kind of kick back a little bit. So let's just go over there and, and kick some ass. I think if there was a week for that to happen this season, it would be this week. Because you look at it down the road, like, it's probably not going to happen to the Bengals because they don't get killed like that. And it's not going to happen any of in any of the last three games. So this is where you do it. You know, maybe you get a pick six. Aiden O'Connell looks really bad. Uh, you know, maybe you have a little situation where things start getting heated. Devontae Adams, I'm mad. I'm worried about not getting the ball. Yep. And JJ, you know, like you said, 150, two scores. Let's layer it on. Yeah. This is Let's a, go. This is a I, this is a almost a must win. They need because, like you said, those last three games of the year: Lions, Packers, Lions. This is this is probably a must win game because the Packers are are right on our tail. Um, yeah, we need to we need to get some wins here and and secure at least a wild card spot. Yes, yeah, looks like those those six and seven slots are going to be where the Vikings end up. I think right now we're currently slated in that six seed in the NFC, but the Packers are hot on our tail. If we slip up, they're going to take our spot. The Bucks are hot on our tail. The Seahawks are coming around too. Like we, you have to keep winning. So this is a must-win game. Um, I, for a score prediction, I think I'm going to roll with 30-24 Vikings. High scoring, high highish scoring. Um, I'm gonna go lower, AJ. Okay. Oh boy, I think it's gonna be. I want it to be seventy to zero Vikings. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be twenty four to twenty three Vikings. Oh boy, it's gonna be close. Um, I think the Raiders are gonna get a chance at the end of the game, and Aiden O'Connell is gonna make a mistake. So we'll see. I like that scenario. You know, if if that were to happen in a late game situation where they have the ball, I favor our side 100 times yep. because B-Flow is going to cook something up. He's going to do something weird, throw something at his eyes, and he's going to throw a pick. And that's yep. how it is. Dagger. So yep. over under is 40 and a half. I feel like that's a little low, but I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know how you can go too much higher with with Aiden O'Connell as as their quarterback, and then our offense being shaky the last couple of weeks. You know, um, but with JJ back, this that's the thing. Like, I feel like our offense could could go out there and put up ten points on Sunday, or they could go out and put up thirty five. Right. You know, it's it's this is the week that we're really going to see what this team's made of. Um, and, and really see what Dobbs can, can do with JJ. So I'm excited. I'm ready to roll. Looking forward to it. Yeah. All right, guys. So that's going to do it here for the show. State of school will be live post game after that Raiders game. So make sure that you are up, make sure that you are tuned in and make sure that you are listening for AJ and Josh here at state of school. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll see y'all later. See you guys.